Hi, I'm Rudy. And I'm Thomas. We're from Hispanic. And you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andres Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We are in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend synchronicity The show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones. And for seven musical divinations, we've been hanging out with the guys from Kispanic, but one of them just left, and we're just left here with Rudy. Yeah, he left me alone. Hi, guys. How are you? And he left you alone because we do know we're down to the point where there's only one song left on the board. That's going to be the answer to your question. What is the name of that song? The name is Donde Estás Escondida, which in English would be Where is Hidden. Where is Hidden. And this is the only song in the set which is from your old band. My former band, yeah. Which is? Wesa. Wesa. Yeah. And that is the answer to the question which I am holding in my hand. Gather around the speaker's paper fetishists. Oh, you know you love it. So good. <laughs> so, the question is... In fact, I'm going to have you read it. Okay. So, okay. If reason is not enough to distinguish real facts from fake, fake facts, how are, we going to, how are we going in a better di- direction as a society? Okay. And now, the answer... Where is hidden? Where is hidden? Here we go. Not 
Hasta esquemas mata el tiempo y los transforma en un sueño. Donde esta escondida? Right. Donde estás? Ah, plural. Das. And uh, and actually, the the what you what you wrote for the title in the translation you sent me is "Where are you hiding?" Where are you hiding? Yeah, that's that's correct. Ah, okay, cool. You need to help me with my English. I help you. I help you with your Spanish. Perfect. <laughs> Collaboration, and that was the answer to the question: If reason is not enough to distinguish real facts from fake facts, how are we going to go in a better direction as a society? So, why don't you tell us a little bit about the background of this song and where it comes from? There are certainly some names here that I recognize, uh, and this is this is a song from your band, the band you had in Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about the background of the song and maybe how you think it relates to your question. Well, I was not expecting this song for this question at all. <laughs> um, this song was for my country. Uh, it's a song that I wrote for my country because I think it has so many beautiful things um, and not maybe not enough exposure about those beautiful things. So I wrote it just uh, with the best intention of... Um, emphasize on on those great things that we have as a country, and sometimes we don't see. So I'm going to walk through some of these lyrics, and maybe you can tell me, uh, give me a little, uh, be the tour guide for mm-hmm. this song and how it takes me through Chile. Absolutely. So it starts off with, "I have, 
what's the name of this? Is it a flower or a plant that you're talking about? Uh, that's a tree. It's it's uh, one of the highest trees. And what? How do you pronounce it? Araucaria. 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 Yeah, and that's a national tree that we have in the very south. It's very beautiful and it's huge. So I have these this tree that touches the sky, and they have left their scent up there before, uh, before any uh, before it says before than any monument, but like bigger than any monument, probably right. greater than be, any be, monument. Before, oh, basically before, saying before civilization, right? They were there as right. this beautiful thing, nature. So I also have that reddish metal that we have given to the whole world, which is copper. Copper. So that the light is lit in the night and bigger than Gabriela is just our dessert. What is, who is Gabriela? Gabriela Mistral is uh, one of our biggest poet, poets and she got a Nobel Prize for... So that she does not have a... Uh, like a picture of Roberto kills schemes, kill time and transforms them into a dream. Like a picture of Roberto, what is that? Right, that's a tricky one because it doesn't have... A, it gets lost in translation. Roberto mata. It, mata means kills in, in English. But but it's, it's a play on words because his last name is Mata. So it's Roberto Mata. So he kills time with his... He's a painter. Got it. So he kills time with his paintings. Got it. Good. Uh, this is, I, I love this. It's beautiful. I like it. It is like, a, I'm, I get, we're all, it's serving its purpose. We're learning a little bit about Chile. So uh, I knew a beautiful place between mountain and sea. It is an immortal paradise. It is very easy to get there. And this is describing the whole country as a whole. Right. Exactly. Uh, so I come to look for the divine fruit and I find the Chilean grape that rests in Para Violeta. Right. So, so para it's it's um the where you the grape is grown. Mm-hmm. Seems like that they are like in. Okay. So and it's also a last name. So so the name of Violeta Parra. It's one of our bigger singer songwriters, and uh, it's also a game of words, a play of words with the uh, with the grape and her last name. You're kind of clever that way, aren't you? I think so. (laughs) And Mr. Neruda teaches me poems. It teaches me that there is a moai watching. Do you know moais? No. So uh, Eastern Island, those statues? Yeah. Those are moais. Okay, so they are watching Mr. Neruda, Pablo Neruda, teaches me in poems, teaches me that there is moai watching, and in the distance are Andes Mountains. Exactly. If we have not won the most beautiful sport yet, what is the most beautiful sport? Uh, for us, soccer. Soccer, yes. <laughs> it's just a matter of time because we already have the gold and we spare courage. Fly, fly, Victor Hara through history. Uh-huh. That's another singer-songwriter. Right. He was the one who was friends with Phil Oaks and... Was with he, whom? Sorry? Phil Oaks. He was a, he was a, he was, a, was he a protest song? Yeah. He was... He was he was killed. He was killed yeah, in yeah, the yeah. soccer stadium. And right, exactly. Terrible, That's terrible story. That's the one. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he was he was a big inspiration on uh, the American songwriter Phil Oaks, oh, who I didn't went know down there and they became friends. And then after he died, he organized uh, big tributes in the United States to him. Interesting. So. Um, yeah, that's how I know. That's how I'm aware of Victor Hara. So, wow! I now I feel I do. It's a, the song succeeded. Tell me, I feel like a little. I know Chile a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so talking about this, the, going to the question now about fake facts and fake news. I know we were talking about how 
we're not it's not just here in America that we're dealing with this we're, right. it's happening in Brazil it's happening and in, in, it's happening in Europe it's happening in all these places we're, right now our country is trying to do it <laughs> against the people's will in Venezuela so right. what is is I don't know Chilean politics much I'm not as familiar with it as I'd like to be are you is there a problem with Fake news and uh, in in politics in Chile right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's a problem with fake news everywhere, with social media and all that stuff, and the famous algorithms. You know, because mm-hmm. people just see what the algorithms send them to see. So, so even in Chile, there's people watching Fox News. Let's say something, but mm-hmm. if they are. Like seeing that topic on the internet, the, the internet will pop up only the, that kind of information. So that's a problem we have uh, there too. Uh, regarding politics, I think well, it's it's very low standard nowadays because politics are a mess. Mm-hmm. But I think we're doing pretty decent. Um, we we have also two main parties, like left and right, like here. Uh, honestly, I think both are fine. Uh, we at least we have decency still, and our politicians are are kind of honest. Uh, it's a hard job. I, I will not get into that, but but I, I wouldn't say we're that bad comparing with other countries in the world right now in that sense, mm-hmm. in that regard. But you never know, and uh, I think we we also should be careful to not fall into these. Um, Aggressive, I would say, uh, approach that many countries are having. Yeah. In general, would you say that Chile is a generally taught? Like, I know, like, one of the issues that is, well, I mean, some of the issues that are, that you, you hear about in different countries is, uh, going after homosexuals, going after, quote, drug dealers, which is really going after poor people, are, do you feel like Chile in general is a tolerant society or is it more, is it oppressive to marginalize people? I mean, everyone, every, pretty much, and sadly, every country is not very great to poor people. Right. But as a Chilean, do you feel like, oh, my country is fairly tolerant to, to diversity or that it's a, like if I was a gay person living in Chile, I would move to America or I would move to someplace well, to Europe, but I mean, not even America. I don't know. But. Yeah. It used to be like that. It used yeah. to be like that. Um, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, uh, it got way better, um, way more tolerant. It's funny because we're kind of an Island. We're in between the sea and the mountains. So, mm-hmm. and we are mainly the same people, same race, same, same, like we're very similar between each other. We have some differences, but not big. So we thought we were very tolerant and very open until immigration started coming, no, you know. The- we were like, oh, yeah, Americans, oh, yeah, those are so racist. And uh, we don't have racists. How do you know? Like, we need yeah. more racists <laughs> to know if we're racists. Right. And then uh, people started coming. And, and, yeah, of course, a lot of conflict came with that. Um, Where but, are the refugees coming from to Chile? Uh, a lot from... Um, IT, uh, Venezuela, Colombia, uh, Peru, even uh, Argentina, Bolivia. Like it's it's actually we're doing pretty well. Um, our economy is doing pretty well. We have good jobs, and so people go there. You know, looking for a chance in the south. 
And I think we can do better. I think we are we're getting there. I think we 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 got way more tolerant than 15 years ago. There are a lot of campaigns about um, um, being tolerant with homosexuals or minorities, um, transsexuals, uh, people from different races, countries, etc. Uh, but I think in the core, we still need we still have work to do. Um, on on that regard, I think we can still be more tolerant. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I think, as you said, every country has yeah. that. Yeah, we, to it, some extent. We all have work to every person. We all have work to do. Right. right. Exactly. So, you know, in the twentieth twentieth century, it was <laughs> was a mess for everyone. Right. So we're all sort of clawing our way towards some greater sense of truth right right so when i think about this song as the answer to that question you know the if if reason is not enough to distinguish real facts from fake facts how are we going to be going a better direction to society and this song actually i think gives a very gives some great answers first of all know your history no right like it's hard it's easy like it's easy to say oh well you know, I mean, right right now we have a, a a candidate who's running in America who just announced Joe Biden, and he has a history. Is his if you look at his record, he's been responsible some, for some really bad policies: mass incarceration, crippling student debt, uh, the, his treatment of Anita Hill. There's all these things in his past, but there are people who are just saying, well, I'm not worried about stuff he did in the 70s and 80s. I just am curious. I want to know what he's like now. But if you don't know the history, of you don't know someone's history, it's hard to, to... And that's where fake facts or fake news can really get at you. Whereas if you know how things were, then you can sort of... You can gauge what the truth of or not truth of what someone's saying is, and if they've you know what they've done in the past. Uh, uh, oh, go on. Yeah, I think there's another one. Um, I think the, the the message of the song is unity and and thinking about the good things of the country, right? Like, right. I don't talk about the bad things. So, although you by mentioning Victor Hara, you do you. But I'm I'm remembering him yeah. as, as as a great as a hero. artist, right? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not getting into the bad stuff. So um, that brings unity, and that's what we need. So maybe that's the answer. So a sense of unity, and a sense of unity that's based that's based in an aware in, in a celebration of the good things. Exactly, because like unity to, could be a bad thing. Like we all right. we all agree that we're gonna that we don't want immigrants or whatever. Right. We like no, we like there could be some bad unity, but unity based upon art, based right. upon poetry, based and, upon and, music, based upon the people who made the ultimate sacrifice for for equality or justice or you know it, that inspire that could inspire future generations. Right, and talking about history, as you were saying, it's also um, like the good things that we've done, the good things that represents us, you know, as a country or as whatever. So if you focus on that, it's I think we might be better for uh, having better purposes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, anything else that you thought feel like in the song, how it re- might relate to that question? No, not really. I think it was pretty. Pretty good answer, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, solid. Pretty opt- actually, pretty optimistic, uh-huh. considering where it could have gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
great. Das ist keine eine apokalyptische Show. Ja. We went through a lot. It's, it's apocalyptic time. It's like we... I often will say that this is... Like people talk about reality television, like, but this is... Like what we are doing here is reality. Because we don't... We actually don't know... I, I like to say the there's, the show happens in three parts. The first third we're just coming in on the end of is the recording of it and doing all the... And actually playing the songs and talking about them. But there's another third of it is all the stuff that we don't know that's going on synchronous with what we're doing right now. There, there's things happening in the world that are also part of this synchronicity, but we're locked in the studio and we don't know. Right. That right now there are things that also probably relate to this and will in the months leading up to when this comes out and when this finally comes out and you're able to listen to it and maybe have some new perspective on it that's the second third and then the last third is just is over time you know in a year 10 years we've been doing the show for 20 years there are people who did the show and when they did the show they were kids and now they're grown-ups and so when they go back and they listen to it they have all that context to find new meaning we have also have people who were on the show when they were living and now they are no longer and their readings have a whole other meaning now And so the third part of our readings is, you know, it's kind of endless. You'll, you'll be able to come back to this in five or 10 or 20 or, you know, however many years. And eventually, <clears throat> potentially, when we are no longer here, someone could listen to this and maybe get a sense of what was the feeling of May 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. which will never come back again. We just, we just documented it in a very... Honest but strange, sort of sideways way. So, yeah, it's gonna be there forever. Yeah, as the cool. a couple, the, our last session we did with an artist named Vikram Devastali, and he has a song called "You'll Live Forever on the Internet," and that is definitely the case That's here. That's a good one. So, okay, well, why don't we get we got to wrap this up? Why don't we get uh, Thomas back in here so we can? Thomas, is he out there? We Come on in. You. Come on in. We need you to say bye. Yeah, say goodbye, say hey. We didn't really get to hear... Oh, hold on. Oh, actually, that's okay. You can noodle. Thomas, come in. Have a yeah. seat. Hello. So I got that mic there. So, uh, yeah, so, well, this has, been, this has been a great joy hanging out with, with the two of you, getting my Hispanic on. And getting to know your music, so thanks a lot for doing this. Now, we didn't really hear a lot from you, Thomas. You, you, you had some nice laughter. You made some... Yeah. Made some... Uh, I got to see you smiling. You have a you're very, very expressive you know, facial... Uh, I tend to do that. Yeah, it yeah. Just it just happens. It's fun watching you play. You, like, smile and, you know, react to things that he does, and it's it's wonderful. But... Why don't you tell, like, for you, have you had any particular synchronicities that throughout this episode? I mean, it's been a, it's been a fun experience. It's been, I mean, I'm definitely learning a lot, especially um, with all the guests and some of the um, conversations hit really close to home. So I guess I'm learning things from each one of the guests and uh taking that back with me so i guess that's a synchronicity right yeah was there any do you do you mind telling us of like maybe one 
guest or one thing that you picked up on that you feel like really struck home for you? I mean, the uh, the manager of Dengue Fever. There was a few more that are really more personal, but uh, I've been uh, a fan of them for for years now. And I remember the first time I saw them, and they were just so awful in a good way. <laughs> it was really bad. They were sloppy. They were you know just off and. But I was, uh, it was a really intimate show, and it was a lot of fun, and everybody was dancing, and so that was cool to see someone that, you know, a band that I really like, mm-hmm. and someone uh, that's close to them, yeah. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I mean, besides the super personal stuff, nah. Yeah. Okay. I won't get, we don't need to go into all that. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You can't see it, but he just has. The, you have this great smile, man. I just it's you're fun to be around. I'm a fun dude. Same yeah, with you, baby. Yeah. So okay, well, give me a moment here. I just want to give some shout outs. Thanks a lot to the folks at Starburns Industries who continue to allow me to come in and do craziness in these in this beautiful studio on these fantastic mics. Of course, you met her in the last segment. She works the board. Jessica Gutierrez, thank you very much for all you do. Got to thank Mike Gormley for bringing us all together and, uh, you know, just doing all this, doing great work for you and for me as well. And, of course, our our executive producer, Erica Russell, who's been joining us in the studio for these last uh, shows in L.A. And she was with us in New York. She's been hopping all over the country to to be a part of these shows. She was the one who brought all the delicious food today. So thanks a lot, Erica. And of course, I want to thank all the listeners who uh, I, I, I've said, I say this from time to time. I, I genuinely believe that wherever you are in the future listening to this, something about the way that you are listening or the fact that you are listening or the intention that you bring to it has affected these readings. I don't exactly know how, but I believe it to be true. So thank you for the for whatever attention and intention you've brought to this. It's I it's been felt. I don't know. Again, it's it's a little bit uh, counterintuitive, but I can't I I can't put my finger on it. But maybe someday there'll be I don't know. Maybe I guess there probably is something in quantum physics that that relates to this. Anyway, I want to thank all of the guests who came in uh, and, or called in or tried to call in and then eventually couldn't make it. I won't say who you are, but you know who you are out there. <laughs> anyway, it worked out it worked out great. And we were, there was a point where we were a little worried we were going to have never have, have enough guests and I never worry anymore. I just this this shows the synchronicity always just works. And now got to thank Hispanic. What I just I, I First of all, I can't wait to, to get to know your music more as the full band. I really want... I, that's what initially I saw. I saw a video of you playing with the full band. I was like, oh, this is... I love this. This is just great pop rock, you know? And uh, But then for you to get it all together and to do it as a... You know, to, to do it acoustically, thanks for the time you put into doing that and doing your version of the theme song that people heard before each of these uh, segments... And uh, and I, I wish you luck with the with the new record, which is again stereotype. Stereotype, and the by the time this comes out, you will have uh, you'll be have returned from a triumphant tour of Mexico, mm-hmm. and the whole album will be available. You'll be major stars in Mexico by then. The people will be clamoring to get you back. 
and maybe here in the United States as well. Uh, we hope. Yeah, well, get on it, Mike. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, uh, and we, yeah, he's, he's, your, he's your manager. Our manager. Our, yeah. our, the manager of Hispanic. So if you yeah. want to book Hispanic, get in touch with LAPD, mm-hmm. not the cops. L.A. Personal Development. Correct. Don't call LAPD. You can call the cops for me, though. Don't call LAPD and start getting a record out there, like putting out an APB on Hispanic. Might be good exposure, who knows? Let's let's stick with Radio 8 Ball. We'll do. We'll handle the exposure. (laughs) You don't want to mess. You don't want to mess with the cops. So, uh, so yes. Well, thank you, thank you very much for doing this. Anything, anything else you want to let listeners know about before we go? No, we just want to say thank you to you, to uh, the show, and to all your listeners uh, to to be part of this. It was uh, a lot of fun for us. Yeah, for me too. For me too. Well, uh, I guess that's it. So safe travels, and until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. 